How's everybody? Just fine, fine, so good, so good, you guys. Oh my god. <laughs> Every day is a living nightmare, man. Yeah. No, not a living nightmare. Why on earth would it be a living nightmare? Is it because all the games that have ever been made or will be made have been delayed? Is yeah. That why? <laughs> I mean, Pretty much, yeah. A lot of depressing, uh, depressing announcements this week, yeah? Eh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It could have been, a, yeah. I expected it. Yeah, yeah well, but, but everything? Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. Listen, well, last year was was the year that we decided to discover that crunch is a thing and it sucks donkey donks. And so now they're trying as hard as they can to avoid any fucking horror stories coming out from their former employees yeah. after a project is finished. So yeah, delay, delay, delay. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Press X to Podcast. It's the podcast from your friends at Cog Connected, where in the year 2020, we're here with episode 3.2. This is the week of January the 20th. 2020, 2020, 2020. If only there was 20 months, and then we could have 2020, 2020. James Paley, tell me about the number 20. It's uh, a nice, neat, even number that satisfies a deep, primitive part of our monkey brains. Rhett Wasselinchuk, tell me about the number 20. Uh, I pr- pretty much echo uh, James's sentiments about 20. Nice, no, even, no, no, round. No, I don't. Oh, I can't, I can't take that. I need a new 20 fact. 20. Um, man, I don't know. It's, it's got two tens and four two fives. Tens, yeah. Just divide it endlessly. Yeah, That's down. your 20 fact. You get a hundred yeah, yeah. of them. 100%. Not divisible by three. Yeah. The number Are 20. we referring to this as the twenties now? Are we in the twenties? Oh, it's the roaring twenties. Certainly. Roaring because we've delayed all the games and there are uproars. Yeah, everybody real mad, and um, and they'll stay that way forever because people love to be angry. They love it so much. They just they 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 don't know what to do with themselves unless they're mad. Bringing it home. All right. But, what is it with people honest, that so... just wake up mad? How do they wake up mad? Maybe they, to? maybe they get like a, a special bed where when you sleep in it, it stabs you randomly with needles. Or like the temperature fluctuates wildly. Or their weighted blanket is actually just a giant black garbage bag full of broken glass. And then they roll out of bed and they're like, You telling me you guys do not have stabby beds? No, man. Oh. Mine's, mine's pretty rough, but it's not stabby. I thought those were just, like, the norm now. <laughs> I guess. Okay. Listen, uh, you I'm go, gonna look into that. You go to sleep country, and you tell those motherfuckers to trade in your pillow made of glass shards for one made of uh, foam. Memory foam? <laughs> just... Straight up foam, I thought you were going to say ground up unicorn horns and uh, fairy dust. No, that, that's, that's the drug 
that the super angry people are craving, they're they're in withdrawals. That's that's how oh, decided now. I'm in I'm in way deeper than I thought I was. But anyways, uh video games, none of them are coming out. Yep, see ya. We'll see you next year, everybody. Yep, peace 2021. That's when yeah. everything is gonna be delayed till. <laughs> uh why don't we just talk about that? Because that uh that Final Fantasy VII delay. We fucking called it, boys. Mm-hmm. We did. We fucking called it. Go back go back and listen. It's all there. Uh did they give a new release date on this one? April tenth. April tenth, okay. Oh, which is not as pretty bad much as precisely, but like precisely that month that we were talking about where they could delay it and not get in the way of cyberpunk, which <sighs> then therefore was also delayed. I feel like there were some phone calls laid between offices. You know what I mean? And there was some planning on this. Final Fantasy, they, they confirmed their delay only when they knew cyberpunk was also being delayed. Rhett, I would be shocked and delighted to know that any two members of either team have ever met or contacted one another. <laughs> that would tickle me pink. Yeah. <laughs> right? One can dream. I, one can. One did. One is doing it right now. Good for right? you, Rhett. Dream big. In, in the future, there will be one developer. And they'll be doing games for all systems. In our future cyber dystopia. Yeah. That's no right. longer yeah. will there be a building full of the most Polish Polish people and a building full of the most Japanese Japanese people never to meet, never to cross paths, to make entirely different experiences. No, there should be one experience. Yeah, exactly. Uh, way, way down the line. Broken glass in your bed. Uh, yeah. I'm talking when Stadia actually works properly. Fuck that. That's never happening. You know. <laughs> How do you guys feel about delays? Honestly, um, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, it depends on what it is. But truthfully, like, Cyberpunk is by far the game I've been waiting for the most, uh, you know, for the past uh, year at least. And, um, yeah, whatever. Time goes by so quickly. As I've gotten older, I've realized time goes by so quickly, man. It'll be September in the blink of an eye. Also, if they didn't delay it and just rushed and put it out, it would just be unplayable until September anyway, so it's not like we have a fucking choice. Yeah, right. You're right. You would just get four months of patches to get yeah. the game running up to speed. I mean, there's not necessarily a lot of games filling that space, which... I don't know, usually you can count on a few dozen Ubisoft titles to come out between February and May, yeah. but not this yeah. year. I think after taking the beating they did, Ubisoft is starting to kind of pull back and reassess, and good for them. <laughs> I'm just you know waiting I mean? for Animal Crossing to get delayed again. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, they've been delaying it for years, and so why should it come out this March? Because... I mean, good God, how much tweaking could it possibly need? I've seen the screenshots. It looks like the same Animal Crossing people have been playing for 15 fucking years. Are you telling me that they got to go in there and be like, we're building an entirely new engine to make these nasty little polygonal citizens the same as we did back when fucking Bush was president? I, I, I don't get it. 
It's, they're expanding on the loan system. So now there are going to be loan sharks. And they will come and literally break your legs if you don't pay them. I've heard that that's been taking them. It's been... Yeah, Tom Nook's cousin, Tony Nook, shows up with a two-by-four, and uh, he takes a few teeth, let's just say. Yeah. 100%. I'd play and that like, game. Yeah, the, yeah exactly. For, for you motherfuckers that play Animal Crossing and, like, abandon your towns for a month, don't even bother coming back. It's just like a wasteland of blood. Blood no, bones. man, it'll turn into the projects that'll just be like uh, <laughs> hotels bought up by like local gangs and like For a sure. thriving prostitution ring. A lot of shoes, like... shoes on power lines. Yeah, yeah. KK yeah. sliders hooked on meth. <laughs> man, I'd play that game. <laughs> Wouldn't we? Yeah, all? man. Yeah. Animal Crossing. I don't know. They could come up with some kind of whimsical subtitle that would. Uh, you know, hide the the the, tra- the tragedy that's behind the mask, and make it seem good, but really it's all bad because Tom Nook is like Biff from Back to the Future in that alternate reality 1980s. Right. I'm familiar with it with 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 the parable of Biff Tannen. Yeah, it's Tom Nook in a hot tub, and he owns the police. And, you know, Marty's got to find his way. You'd have to name your character Marty. There's no choice. Yeah. And so uh, a little you, Animal Crossing style DeLorean. You, you, you could name Marty with like two R's or like I-E instead of Y, but that's it. It's got to be Marty of some form. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe two A's. Oh, Marty. <laughs> I think we like, really got something here. Yeah, or like three for playing a sheep. Come on, listen, it writes itself. Uh, one delay that I know no one really cares about is the Marvel's Avengers delay. Uh, yeah, the three people yeah, who care like... are probably upset, but the rest couldn't give a shit. Yeah. So, uh, when is it coming out now? I think they said September. <laughs> you know how you know how few people care about that. I don't think I've seen any news articles about it before you brought it up right now. Yeah, and you know what? No one is ever going to talk about it if they bring it out in September. Oh my god, exactly. it's going to die in the water. Would anybody care about this being delayed, even if it was the only game that was announced to be delayed? Like, I don't think so, right? Would anybody really be bothered by that? I mean. Some of it looks cool, but compared to everything else that's been announced uh, to be delayed, it doesn't hold a candle to this shit. Cyberpunk? It's coming out in the same month as that? Dead Man Walk? Thrown directly into the meat grinder. Like, yeah. Just give up. Who's who's playing Avengers over Cyberpunk in September? I, I also don't understand the... The mindset of bringing out a game that is ostensibly a live game where oh. they're going to want to sell you a billion Iron Man suits and, you know, various <laughs> looks for Thor yeah, at the very end of a console cycle. Only bringing it out on X1 and PS4 as far as I know. Maybe it'll come to PS5 and X- Xbox, whatever we're calling it, Xbox. 
eventually, but like, why would you bring out a live game on a basically dying platform? My understanding, like, because people are talking about backwards compatibility with PS5, for example. So if, if the PS5 can play PS4 games, then it don't matter. It don't matter at all. They, but they, they are you going to want to play Marvel's Avengers, a mediocre at best game to begin with, on your shiny PlayStation 5? Um, yes, because the only game I can think of that is coming out for launch PS5 is Godfall, and yeah. it kind of looks like a PS4 game. So I think Marvel's Avengers might be okay. I agree. If if that means it's going to be a launch title for the PS5, then yeah, like everything's going to be so great. Well, I mean, so great, but you know, you know that early life cycle, uh, like honeymoon period, where you just want to play everything. I think if it moves into that, it'll do the game wonders. It'll do a lot of a lot of good for the business. I mean, we're gonna have Knack Three, clearly. So, in other words, Avengers would be completely buried either way. Yeah. Knack, Knack 3 at launch? God, I hope so. Right? They haven't announced it, but, you know. Yeah, it'll be a surprise release. It'll be like, Ooh. PS5 is out, and also Knack 3, baby! Seriously, though, what is Knack? Yeah. What, what, what are these games? Um, they're like tech demos for whatever system they come out on. Oh, okay. Yeah, that is... No one can tell me otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> Knack was it was a 3D kind of platformer that was very mediocre, but Knack the character was made out of various tiny little building blocks that they could then break him up and turn him into a larger Knack in visually impressive fashion and with very mediocre gameplay. Yeah, Ooh. it's just showing off what you can do with the hardware. Right. It serves no other purpose. So we will definitely get a Knack 3 within a month of the PS5 coming out. <laughs> Not fooling anybody, Sony. <sighs> no. So, Cyberpunk delay. Do you think the game is actually not finished, or are they spinning up enhanced versions for the new consoles? I mean, they did say that there are no plans right now for the PS5. They said Xbox. there are no but plans. I, exactly. I was going to say, like, do I necessarily believe that? No. Here's uh, my theory. I, I, I just don't see how there could not be plans. Go ahead, James. Um, the Witcher 3 is an amazing looking game that runs beautifully. But here's the thing about The Witcher 3. The engine that it uses is basically held together with duct tape and silly string. Essentially, if you hack into the PC version and you get around the character or out of first person view or you go to a place where the character is not, the entire system completely dissolves. It's like it's like the entire engine runs pinned to the protagonist and the player. And everything even like two rooms away from that person is a fucking lawless, non-physical, non-corporeal wasteland. My guess is that initial QI testing or, or whatever, Q, uh, QA testing of, of fucking Cyberpunk revealed that 
those strings are falling apart under duress. <laughs> that kind of, well, I'm, if that's the case, that kind of makes The Witcher more impressive to me because I don't think I've played a game where the world felt as lived in. You know, if you oh, oh, went, yeah. if you went from town to town, the uh, NPCs you'd run into were doing what you would expect based on the time of day, and when you walked away, it was implied that they would continue doing that. So even if that didn't actually happen, it does an incredible job of simulating that. That yeah. reminds reminds me of the Phantom Pain <laughs> to a lesser extent, but go on. Well, just the same, like, if you were to roll up onto a base there and, and watch, the, watch the guards that patrol outside, you know, you see that they actually follow a schedule and they pack their things up at six o'clock and they go and, and they switch out and new guys come in and yeah, it's, uh, you, you feel like the world is very lived in. Now, of course, again, not to the extent that The Witcher is because there's, it feels like a, a world, whereas, um, Phantom Pain, it felt much more contained, but um, yeah, I see the similarities. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think they're just taking some extra time to make sure that that uh, banana sandwiches slapped out system they're almost certainly jetting up for this game runs properly. And I, I don't like CD Projekt Red normally develops in third person, from what I understand, and so this like FPS view is probably presenting some challenges mm -hmm. yeah i'll be oh, curious right. to see what the shooting actually feels like it looks like it feels pretty good but you can never tell <laughs> yeah yeah you can never tell until you uh play halo 4 and realize that oh boy 343 is not bungee <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think I think it'll be, I don't know. I think if they focus on the RPG elements and the shooting suffers as a result, that would be fine, you know? And if they manage to strike that perfect balance, great. It's not something I'm genuinely expecting. Um, on the other hand, if it's like very much a shooter and not as much of an RPG, I will be sad. Yeah, it remains to be seen how deep those systems go or if it's kind of, um, you know, a Fallout 4 kind of system where there are various approaches, but it's all kind of funneling you back into the same outcomes. Yeah. I don't know. They're talking a big game anyway, and uh, they definitely proved their stripes with The Witcher 3, so give them the benefit of the doubt for now. And uh, unsurprisingly, um, one of the head honchos over at CD Projekt Red confirmed that yes, indeed, despite the delay, people are going to have to work hard to get the to get uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven ready for launch. Wow! To the surprise of absolutely no one, because um, I don't know. I'm feeling like you know when they went to the moon, people probably weren't going home at five. Yeah, probably not, man. <laughs> like, you want to do something impressive? It kind of takes hours, which is not great for worker health, worker sanity, but uh, it's kind of a reality. Yeah, when they it, get their fucking 100-plus Game of the Year awards, whatever it is, it'll all be worth it in the end. Will it? 
I no, mean, no. Is that don't. something you could take to your therapist and be like, yeah. listen, <laughs> I am taking a lot of drugs so I can sleep properly, but I also One, have this tiny plaque. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, you know those Take-Two employees. Those poor Take-Two employees are still going to their therapists probably two, three times a week, I would say, after, yeah. uh, after the Red Dead and GTA development cycles. That was in the news either this week or last week, too, that Take-Two has been pressuring Rockstar to pick up the pace yeah, <laughs> and yeah, bring yeah, out yeah. some more games. Well, <laughs> it's crazy to think that in the early 2000s, we had three GTAs within the span of three years, right? We had three of Vice City and San Andreas come out. I'm pretty sure it was within three years of each other. Yeah, I mean, development was a little more simple back in the day. Of course. When you could oh, just, yeah, no, of course. You know, no slightly doubt, but... recolor the potato that is the player character, uh, yeah. and you have a new game. Yeah. And obviously things have changed. <laughs> I mean, DLC has <laughs> changed things for better or worse, however you want to look at it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I wouldn't mind seeing games a bit more frequently. I wouldn't mind seeing Table Tennis 2. I wouldn't mind seeing Bully oh 2. God. Am I the Man, only one? Table tennis is such an underrated game. It's super underrated. Super underrated. And uh, Bully. Bully as well, man. Bully 2 is one that... Like, I would take that first over the next GTA. I would love it if we got the next Bully. Rockstar Table Tennis is actually the first game that runs on... That ran on the engine that they now use. So it's, I don't know this for sure, but it seems like that was the test bed. They built this engine and they're like, let's make a game that we can yeah. churn out pretty quick and see if this thing works. Hmm. And it was actually really good. Yeah. I Every player game. felt different. The physics were cool. Uh, the online was good. They had like a good, uh, a good tournament mode that I think, I think like up to 50 people could join it and go at it. Man. Table Tennis was good. Table Tennis 2, Rockstar, please. And then what happened? Because GTA and Red Dead feel like hot garbage. Do they? <laughs> I mean, Mechanically, GTA I don't think they're good at all. Yeah, well, I, I think Red Dead works for me, but going back to GTA now after playing Red Dead, it's, it feels like, it feels so foreign. It's weird, man. Yeah, I feel, I feel like GTA is super dated now. I think it's important to remember that for GTA fans especially, it was a matter of degrees of improvement. Like, they were buying into this experience for the freedom, the ability to be awful human beings all day long, all night long. And GTA V was still an amazing improvement over the previous game. Mm -hmm. Like, all yeah. sorts of reviews yeah. were just praising the driving and the flying and the shooting and all this other shit. It just felt so incredibly fucking good compared to the previous entries. Mm -hmm. That, like, um, it's, it's, it, it's, it's easy to forget that, like, oh, yeah, all the rest of the video games industry was making so many more strides because they weren't making these murder sandboxes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean they do they do work remarkably well for how complicated the simulation is. My problem is that when you 
ride Arthur all the way across the map on a horse and you park your horse in the wrong horse parking spot, you fail a fucking mission. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. See, I don't think I ever saw that. Oh, fuck, man. Yeah. Drives me many, absolutely nuts. How many times has this happened to you, Paul? It's constantly. Constantly. Really? I swear to you. Not, I, and, I but not just that. I it's like, that. it's all over the place. The uh, mechanical problems that I had with that game. I don't know if it was just my save had a problem with it or, or, or what, but it was yeah. a nightmare to try to get through. I still did because the story is really, really good. Right. But yeah, some of the best acting you'll see in video games. Okay. Yeah. Uh, a couple other delays. I don't know if we want to go into that too much, but Dying Light 2 got pushed back to the future. That kills me. That absolutely kills me. The first one was so good. The next one. Map four times the size, team four times smaller than the original team. So it makes sense, right? Makes sense that, that the second one's delayed here, but man, this fucking kills me. <laughs> I was excited it, to play it, you could say. Okay. <laughs> so you were excited to play it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, that'll come out sometime in the future, and I have no doubt that it's going to be pretty damn good. Uh, I, I'd be surprised if I've it was seen. this year, though. Delayed indefinitely? Doesn't sound good. No, man, it's not indefinite. They just don't have a date. Um, yeah, fair. Watch, it'll be like July, and I'll be, I'll be happy again. Yeah, all right. Well, one thing we can look forward to, potentially, is a sequel to The Order 1886. Did anyone want that? Nope. Okay. What is this game? <laughs> is, this game? is this that? Was it a shooter? Uh, in a way. It was first way. person, right? Yeah, it was kind of the first game to take on what I'm going to now call the new God of War perspective, the very uh, like oh, okay. close-up, over-the-shoulder perspective. Yeah. Um, amazing visuals at the time, but gameplay, not its strong point, unless you ask Sean Petrascha, who <laughs> loved the fuck out of that game and was the only person on the planet. And good for him. You know, really... Really, 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 uh, run up that hill to defend it to the death if necessary. But don't. You don't have to. Nobody else is. It's fine. <laughs> I guess somebody internally at Sony was running up the hill to defend it. Uh, because maybe there's a sequel happening. That's cool. I look forward to playing that. Never. Um,. <laughs> But they are bringing a uh, a fourth house to the now uh, uh, improperly named Fire Emblem Three Houses. Well, it's like three houses and also uh, these other fucking guys who aren't as important to the story, but some of them are probably pretty hot, so that's yeah. cool. Yeah, the character <laughs> designs look cool. Yeah. What is luck. this? What, what is this White House? What's the deal? Did they announce, like, what the what the premise is, or... It's just a fourth house being added? What's the deal? Well, the White House is where the president lives in the United States. 
Brett. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's all I got. I know nothing about this. So that's that's all I got. Yeah. Um so is, looks... is, yeah. is Trump in the game or not? Uh I'm gonna say no. Oh. Yeah, what I'm gonna guess fuck? gonna guess not. Yeah. Um <clears throat> I just had a vision of Donald Trump redesigned for a video game by the creators of the Final Fantasy VII remake. Oh, man. Honestly, I bet they make him look like a god. Yeah. This That's so buff orange distressing. God. Exactly. <laughs> you can't make Donald Trump fuckable. That's a war crime. <laughs> <laughs> you, also, sir, you are convent- circumventing the Geneva Convention at the- at right now. Right now. Yeah, no, yeah. Stop. Also, you physically can't make him fuckable. That's that's no. the other thing. You will melt your computers like fucking Laffy Taffy in the oven if you try that shit. Yeah, but look at some of these motherfuckers from Final Fantasy VII that they made. Look yeah, yeah. They started from polygons, and now they have several thousand times more polygons. Well, fucking Trump looks look like better. a walking polygon. I bet they could make it work. Give Listen, them the, uh, the President Shinra treatment. Yeah, you, you you can't unmelt a melted wax candle. Okay, that's not that's not how this works. Right. Don't you tell me what I can't do with the might of the American military. Oh, in that case, then you definitely can't unmelt a melted wax candle. <laughs> Turn it into glass, perhaps. But um... oh yeah, sure, melt it further. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah, do we have anything to actually say about this fourth house in Fire Emblem? Is that just DLC? Yeah, it's DLC. Yeah. I'm going to play the fuck out of it. Everyone looks real hot. I'm excited, though I know nothing. There you go. Yeah. I'm not ready to go back to Fire Emblem yet. I spent so I much am. time on my first playthrough. I'm not ready for it yet, but Get I'm looking forward to shit. playing it. Maybe later in the year, you know? Yeah. It has a new game plus, though, right? Like yeah. you can you go through the second oh, yeah. time it's not as hard, right? Oh no, dude, y- your second run can be the easiest and the breeziest if you're so inclined. Yeah, I mean to be honest though, my first playthrough, I played it on the like just normal difficulty whatever it was, but I played it with the perma death on, but nobody died. Like I never felt like it was ever too difficult, you know? Uh I spent time leveling my my team up, but yeah, I never felt like it was too difficult, so I I wouldn't mind bumping it up for the next playthrough. Ooh, hey. They they have that new difficulty in there too. That they yep. didn't have it launch, right? Hmm. And um probably the biggest news from the last little while is that despite bringing out a new console this year, Sony ain't going to E3. Fuck it. Welcome. Yeah, they're just never coming back. They're going to do like Nintendo and then just like, it's like, ah, oh, we're not having a press conference. Yeah, I think it's they're fine. just feeling cocky. You know, they had a really strong generation here. They're just feeling cocky. They don't need it. They can do their own thing at this point. Yeah, they definitely don't need it. No. Um, I'll be curious but, to see if, I they mean, ha- if they have a thing going on in LA that week. Are they going to yeah. do an EA or are they just right out? And they'll do their own PlayStation experience thing on their own time. And, right. you know, uh, send journalists to a press focus thing at some point to show off the new the new unit. No, exactly. In, in 2020, who needs E3? You know? 
<laughs> your game is going to do just fine if it's not an E3, you know? Yeah, I don't, I don't know who E3 is for at this point. No, I mean, I think it's just for the people that have been going to it for so long. The people that have enjoyed it for so long, you know? It's, it's, uh, I think it's just kind of tradition at, the, at this point for these people. I've never been to one, so I don't know. Have you guys ever been? It's at this point, I think it's more for the smaller developers who can actually mm. use the event to sure. showcase their shit and get covers who ordinarily wouldn't. Yeah. Because um, then, like, uh, if you if a game has a a preview or whatever, that's fine. But if a game has a preview of D three, then a thousand fucking organizations are gonna write about it. And suddenly they're getting blanket coverage all over the internet. And it's like, well, okay. You know what I mean? Like 30 or 40 or 50 English language publications to do a little seven to 800 word write up about, you know, your tiny indie game that would never have gotten this press otherwise. It's just giants like Sony have kind of outgrown it. And that's totally fine. There's just leaves more space for the smaller uh projects that actually need the exposure yeah that's a good point yeah. something like uh cyanar wild hearts which won one of our e3 awards last year probably got a huge head start from being at that event and being seen by people um you know potentially culminating in it being on apple arcade and getting a whole bunch of uh game of the year nods for various things style and music and all that stuff yeah it was dope <laughs> very cool game uh, play it if you haven't played it really cool Yep. and the last thing I wanted to bring up in the news because we did this in the other order today uh, is that Xbox's Matt Booty who's the head of uh, Xbox Game Studios or whatever they're calling it now said that Xbox first-party games are going to continue to support Xbox One for at least a couple of years. I think this is a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, I personally can't wait to get rid of my Xbox One. So, I, I wouldn't, I would imagine a lot of people feel the same. They're ready for that new system. And I don't think you know, Xbox One was very good. If if they were, if they were, at schedule with the X Cloud, they wouldn't need to do this shit. Because then anybody who doesn't bump up to the next generation to get that primo experience can just run some like, uh, second run titles and shit like that on the cloud, or like on PC or whatever. You know what I mean? The mm -hmm. the idea that first party games are going to be plugged into the previous generation system for a few years suggests that all their like uh, cloud-based plans and backup plans and B systems aren't getting the exposure or the, the, the fucking uh, acceptance that they hope they would. Yeah. I just don't think that stuff's ready. Nobody has the bandwidth for it. It's just not reliable enough. But I think the problem with this is if your game has to run on the new Xbox and the Xbox One X and the Xbox One S and the original Xbox One, um, you're fundamentally hamstringing the design of the game to make sure that it works on those 
platforms, not just graphically, but simulation-wise, physics-wise, um, design scope-wise. And I think that's a major, major mistake. Well, I mean, PC games kind of do that already, where they have a wide range of operating settings. Um, sure. It, but this is kind it, of the first time where graphical power is being matched with enough CPU horsepower that developers can absolutely 100% depend on being there and they can design for that lowest common denominator. They don't have to think about, um, you know, whatever they have to think about with PC minimum system requirements or PC hard drives. They know that there's going to be an SSD in the PS5. They know that it's going to have X amount of CPU power so they can design specifically for that. And that lifts a lot of restrictions that the Xbox version or the Xbox first party games are going to have to take into account and potentially hold back a lot of stuff. Well, I mean, it's never too late to like back out of that. Like it's it's very possible that they'll try that with a couple first party games and be like, "Wait, this is fucking stupid." and then just stop. And that's fine. <laughs> yeah. If it's for things that are specifically already in development like halo infinite that's fine that's one thing be cross-generational it bothers me though that they revealed hellblade 2 and it looked incredible um and now it has to come to xbox one so the scope of that game is inherently limited by the xbox one very good point very yeah good point it's just Xbox has this rich, storied history of making incredibly dumb decisions and then, like, furiously backpedaling at the highest possible speed when the, like, when it touches down or whatever. Like, I can't remember the, the, the exact story, but there was some bullshit about, like, uh, the Kinect caught a crazy amount of slack <laughs> and they had to, like, do so much, like, complicated backpedaling just to, like, get yeah. out of the fucking hole they dug with that peripheral... Yeah, fucking Milo. Do you remember that? Remember that fucking... It was supposed to be like... Uh, it was supposed to be like your... You know, the closest thing that they've had to like a virtual friend. Where you could interact with him and the Kinect. You were fucking oh, right. doing drawings and shit and showing it to the Kinect. And he was getting the drawings in the game. Peter Molyneux. It was his thing. Oh fucking joke. It, yeah, it, it was, it was basically Seaman. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. It was a modern seaman. Oh, no. That's funny. Nothing should be that. I like seaman. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't There's have a, a place. For the... I bet, yeah. yeah, for the records. <laughs> Fuck. God damn it. No, cut that. You can, you can cut that out, right? We will cut nothing, Rhett. And, uh, <laughs> the, the... I'm going to soundbite that, and I'm just going to, I don't know, like God, put it as the topic don't... of a slack. Yeah, I was going to. <laughs> Gonna go don't to team did. chat. Don't, don't, yeah, I was don't put that in the group chat. Please don't put that in the group chat. <laughs> Alright, I'll just put it on the internet more generally. That'll be better. <laughs> I don't yes. like C Man, okay? I like there's a video game with a character called C Man. That's very mediocre, but Speaking of furious backpedaling. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, 
who knows? It was kind of an offhand comment by uh, Matt Booty. So maybe that means they're internally going to have multiple teams for multiple Xboxes. I don't know. Who can say at this point? But uh, in the context, it came out and they didn't do much to uh, allay people's fears. It didn't sound great. Fair enough. But uh, in the here and now, I know uh, we've all been playing some games, and Rhett, you played one of the best games that potentially has ever been made, The Decay of Logos. <laughs> yeah, man, I don't know if the PS4 and the PC version is better, but I played it on the Switch, <laughs> and it was easily the worst game I've ever played on the Switch, maybe the worst game I've ever played. Um, yeah, it uh, received the, kind of... the glowing score of 19. Yeah, it's the kind of game that makes you question why you're doing this in the first place, you know? Um, it got a 19 because it's completely broken. The, a okay. lot of the game re- relies on your companion. You have this, uh, this elk that follows you around, but it doesn't follow you around. It's supposed to, but it doesn't. And then you have uh, a button to call it to you and... There are puzzles involved where you need the companion, and when you call it, it just doesn't come to you. You can look it up online. It's a fucking problem that many people have, have dealt with. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's like completely game-breaking. You know, there's a puzzle in the first hour or two that, that, uh, that you need your companion for. And no matter what you do, you can't get your companion to the pressure plate that it needs to stand on. Huh. And uh, so, yeah, things like that, like it's broken in that sense. And then it's just so mediocre. Like I was saying last week that it was uh, it was looking like a, a Breath of the Wild clone or like a poor man's Breath of the Wild. But it's so much worse than that. It's it's Breath of the Wild sort of in its look, but it plays like a Souls game. The worst Souls game you've ever played, though, you know, like okay. it's okay. the the. The combat is completely, uh, just like completely, uh, I mean, meaningless in the sense that there's no, like, there's no, um, you don't really have to learn anything. All the enemies are coming at you and they're attacking you with one attack or two attacks and they're doing the same thing over and over and over again. I mean, there, there are patterns in games, but the patterns in these games are just one thing over and over and over again. And like, it's so monotonous. I guess that's the word I'm looking for. It's so, so monotonous and so mediocre uh, and so sluggish, you know, it runs like shit. The switch it's, it's funny how so many of these games, so many of these ports that are on the switch, um, the smaller screen, when you're playing in, in handheld mode, the smaller screen tends to actually benefit games. And th- th- there's no exception here. Like, when you're playing it in docked, you really see how bad the game looks on the system. Like, um, okay, jagged edges, you know, everything everything just looks like it's kind of glued together. It looks like a paper mache world that's, that's just kind of stuck together. And... To me, there's, like, there's no excuse for that. We had mastered yeah. the ability for AI to vary patterns. And... Yeah do different things in the 16-bit era. Like, you ever played Street Fighter 2 on the Super Nintendo? The AI can be pretty good even back then. Yeah. So what's the excuse? And what's the excuse for it looking and running like such trash? I don't know. 
No, exactly. And that's why I'm curious to see how it looks and, and runs on, on uh, the beefier systems. Because, yeah. <laughs> man, the Switch port is fucking trash. I mean, Metacritic doesn't do the game any favors. Like, if, if you look on the PS4, the, the PC uh, Metacritic pages, they're well below 50s, you know? They're well below the, the 5s. Um, so, yeah, the game, it's it's been struggling out of the gate i was actually reading about how the developers when the game first launched they actually sent out codes for the game that was like an incomplete version so they of course they asked all of the reviewers to not review the the versions of the game that they got but so many of them did anyways and that hurt the that hurt the game coming out of the gate but I mean, we got the full version. I looked at the full version, and within an hour and a half, the game was broken. It wasn't working. I couldn't get my fucking companion to come 10 feet. So, uh, this game uh, sucks. I'm sorry you heard that. I said in the review that I was ready to throw the Switch out the window, and I wasn't lying. Like, I fucking hated this game. Man, it sucked. All right. James, was your game any better? Tokyo Mirage Sessions, hashtag FE Turbo Extreme 2.9 Ultimate Remix? It wasn't bad. Uh, I never played the original on the Wii U because it was on the Wii U and nobody had that system. But <clears throat> um, it's like a... It's a fucking Persona game or a Shin Megami Tensei game. It doesn't look like one right off the bat like you check the previews and you see the concept art and shit like that and you're like oh cool it's about like a a team of fucking uh pop idols in japan who fight monsters in dungeons no no it's a persona game and when you set it to normal mode that don't do that don't do that thing do a different thing turn it the fuck down so you don't get one-shotted by like hyper intelligent ai at like the second fucking boss. Mm. But you know, once I adjusted my playstyle accordingly uh after discovering the game's true nature, it wasn't bad, you know? It's got cool graphics and goofy powers and the story is kind of heartfelt and fun and uh the 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 persona combat system shines reasonably well in all the right places. Yeah, it's not bad. All right. I'll take not bad after uh, after Rhett's sad, sad experience. Dude, Tokyo Mirage Session sounds like fucking heaven compared to Decay of Logos. I would have played that yeah, shit all day long. It's, it's, it's not broken at all. It, yeah. it, it, it's hard, but you yeah. know that's fine. You, you could figure your shit out and yeah. all sorts of little extra things. There's like an EX story you can do in the Switch version. It's pretty cool, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah cool. Uh, I've kind of been in a holding pattern because I'm waiting for... Uh, our review code for Kentucky Route Zero, the TV edition. Oh, yeah. Uh, which, if you haven't heard of that, it's a episodic story-based game where they started bringing out episodes in 2013. And they are just now getting around to releasing episode 5 and complete the story. And, uh, yeah, I've been waiting for episode 5 for quite a while, but it's... Uh, it's a pretty cool game, so uh, looking forward to checking that out from the comfort of a couch. Uh, in the meantime... Uh, how, how long are these episodes? They're variable, but not that long. Not okay. that long. Yeah. Um, so what's the, what's the deal with the, uh, 
seemingly agonizing wait time between episodes? That is a fantastic question. I have no idea. Yeah. Tiny team, that's my guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's uh mechanically not not anything too crazy. So uh, I don't know. Maybe they just like to spread it out. Yeah. Or it's a side project, I don't know. Haven't looked into it. But in the meantime I've been playing a bunch of old games. And by old I mean things that maybe came out last year or the year before. And I uh, played some more Days Gone. All right. Love it. Love it. How good is it? Hey, eh? how how good is it being back in that world? Hey, I mean it's pretty good. It's pretty right. good. I don't feel bad at all about it being on our best games of 2019 list. I wish that I held off and played the inevitable PS5 version. We've talked about this and mm-hmm. I just I, the the game is going to benefit so much from the hardware, from the like improved loading times, the new hardware they're talking about. That's totally. really the the big problem with the game right now. That's it. It struggles to keep up, and I think that that was the purpose behind it, or or the idea behind it was that they were just kind of building a game that was future proofed for this system that they could relieve that, that they could release the definitive edition on the PS Five, and uh, and and go that route. And I I'm what I'm getting at is that I wish I almost held off for that i'm I'm sure it's going to come and i wish i held off for that because i'm sure it's going to be so much better and i I don't know if i've got another playthrough in me but that's a good game man yeah glad you're playing it again yeah it is i mean i think they didn't do themselves any favors in the way they structured the story off the hop um Mm. the first several hours of that game come off as really generic yes i i totally agree and that's that's a common complaint online I was seeing when when I was playing. And I could see if you started just playing this game casually, you got five hours in, you're like, well, fuck, it's one of these. Yeah. But uh, the farther you go, the more character, the more hard it has. You run into some some great characters. Uh, some of the environments are stunning, even when they're not running perfectly. And uh, the the freaker horde stuff is is really cool. If you're interested in going out of your way to come up with new solutions for the mob and uh, do interesting things to get rid of them. It's a hell of a lot of fun. It's a good game. It's a good game. I thought thought some of the weather effects looked as good as Red Dead. Like the snow when the snowstorms would kick up. Man, it looked so fucking good. Yeah, and I think the the motorcycle riding is kind of the glue that holds that thing together. It's really Um, fun, yeah. It's really fun it to is. rip the mechanics, around the land. It, it, the physical it does, mechanics, yeah. it's got a lot of weight. It's yeah, it's fun. Yeah, upgrading the bike is a good time. Uh, and yeah, we were talking about how the the start of the game is slow. For sure, it is. It definitely is super generic. But like you were saying, great characters. I was gonna say that when you get to Iron Mike, you know, no spoilers, but when you get to Iron yeah. Mike, I feel like the story really starts to pick up. And uh, yeah, yeah, no regrets putting that on the top ten. Yeah. And uh, yeah, outside of that, I played some City Skylines because that is a game that can absolutely eat your life if you let it. It's, uh, it's the best SimCity game ever made. I was going to say, this came out fairly recently, didn't it? In the past? It year? came out a few years back. Uh, I started playing it after I had to review Rival Cities game, Cities Extra Extra Large which is a piece of trash and a rehash of their previous titles. 
But City Skylines is a... Yeah, like I said, it's the best city-building game that's ever been made. There's a ton of expansions, a ton of Steam Workshop support for, you know, putting your favorite, um, you know, football stadiums or whatever you like into your city or various uh, building design packs. The world's kind of your oyster for building whatever map you want, whatever city you want, uh, and really mechanically deep if you want to go there. It's outstanding if you like uh, any kind of real-time builders. City Skylines is definitely my recommendation. It is so awesome. All right. Anybody else play anything else? Um, Anybody touch Dragon Ball Kakarot? Fuck no. God. Yeah, not me. Not yeah. Me. Played that thing I've at heard... an event one time, and it's a Dragon Ball game. And not I've the heard... fighters variety. Yeah, no, not the good one. I've heard that uh, the... <clears throat> It's a terrible game, but a good Dragon Ball experience, which is confusing because it sort of seems like the same Dragon Ball experience that it's been for like 15 years. I, I you know, I just don't, I don't see where the 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 the, the fucking evolution is mechanically. But s- some people have had a reasonable good time with it, and some people think it's a giant fucking mistake and a huge waste of resources. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know how they came to this is the game we need to make when, you know, Xenoverse and Xenoverse 2 just came out recently and it had all those Dragon Ball Z moments in those two. Yeah. I don't know. And it's just kind of a button mashing, fly around this open world kind of thing. If you want to do that and just experience those famous Dragon Ball moments, you can do that. It's uh, it's serviceable. Yeah, no. I have been playing uh, Wizardry Labyrinth of Lost Souls, which is itself a PC port of like a 10-year-old PS3 PSP game, which is itself a remake of an ancient-ass RPG that was the major inspiration for Etrian Odyssey. Mm. It's the most bare-bones back to basics fucking rpg i've played in years um your stats that you assign to your fresh character you create determine the class they can choose and like you can choose their alignment and that as well impacts what class they can be and which party members they'll travel with and when a character dies there's like a 50-50 shot that bringing them back destroys the body and turns into dust, so you have to make a new character. Whoa. Yeah. And uh, it's a it's a tough, tough little RPG that, like, is a dungeon crawler in the most literal, most, like, retro sense of the word. And uh, I love it. It's so... There's something so soothing about, like, slowly filling out a map and just doing little quests and gaining little levels and fighting little battles and you know to get the little like the 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 Japanese anime style of voice work for the various character templates and the fun little character portraits but like there's a couple modern touches but like mostly this is just this is just a massive throwback to a time that 
I'm not even sure I was around to playing video games for it. So goddamn old. That's cool. What are you playing this on? PC. Cool. Yeah, you the original the original version of this version was on PS3, and then before that, it was like a fucking ancient PC game or like a like a NES or a Super NES game. It's like, oh damn, this this one goes way back. Yeah. That's about it. That's it. That that. But, but before that, it was just Pokemon forever. Pokemon until the sun burns out. Gonna buy the expansion pass. Pokemon yep. until I fucking die. Yeah, Pokemon Breath of the Wild for me as well. My uh, girlfriend got me Breath of the Wild for Christmas, so I've been playing that for the first time. Holy yeah. shit, that game is good. Pokemon and Breath of the Wild? Exactly. I've been jumping between the two. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, the detail in breath of the wild is crazy the animation i didn't realize that like it's crazy when you're like let's say you hop up in the air and then you get caught with an explosion and you go flying and you're rolling down the side of a cliff and like <laughs> everything just is so well animated and, and the quality man that, that the, game is good that the is physics good the physics engine is so robust and so multifaceted that you can still find new gifts and videos online of people doing amazing physical feats with Breath of the Wild. Like people are still finding new things to fucking do with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe it. It's it's deep. It's very deep. Yeah, it's all right. Um, it's a pretty cool game. It's maybe like I've... the best game Nintendo's ever made. Maybe. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's the highest rated Switch game right now. Not yeah, surprising. Yeah. Not surprising, yeah. Uh, and what what else was I going to say, though? I, I've been trying to get into control as well, but, oh, man, I've been struggling. I've been struggling. Really? Control, just, yeah. I don't know. The Of course, the narrative is amazing. Like, they, they do such a good job with that. But I don't know. It just feels very mediocre. And I haven't put much time into it, but... It just feels very mundane. Hmm. I've seen it before, you know? It's just a shooter. With uh with almost like uncharted like physics, you know? Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. But now I again I I really haven't gotten like any of the powers yet or anything. So Ah, uh, okay. The I'm not very far, I'm not very far changer. at all, but I'm struggling. I'm I'm struggling to get through the opening. Yeah. I Physically can't play it until I get a better system to play it on. So, <laughs> well, at least it looks and runs pretty well on the PS4. That's nice. PS4 Pro. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Pro, not 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 the PS4. It is actually unplayable on PS4. Really? Still? Yeah. Uh, I fired it up a few weeks ago. It was no go, that no sucks. bueno. Really? Yeah. I thought yeah. they said they fixed it. Well, like. Maybe I was just at a, a rough point or a bad patch, but it was like it ran with like this crazy chop, and I was just like, "Yeah, I don't think this is getting better." So mm. I, I I shelved it for a, a future date. Maybe if it comes out with some more patches in the interim, I'll give it another. I'll fire it up again, update it, see how it runs. Then, you know, try to get the get the lay of the land. But uh, the last time I tried it, it was uh, it ran slow enough that I knew. Like in the thing I was doing, where it was just like basic combat, I was like, "Oh man, if I start 
fucking with the environment and experimenting with physics, this game is gonna seize up like a fucking car engine full of. <laughs> Well, not not oil, obviously. Unless it would run better, but yeah. Full of the spikes and broken glass from your bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, full of my stabby bed components. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I've been doing a lot of, because I do love me a good speed run, is watching a lot of the uh, VODs of Games Done Quick. Oh, fuck yeah. You guys speedrun fans? Oh yeah, I'm becoming one slowly. Yeah, for sure. Man, there are like... some good fucking speed runs in AGDQ this year. You know, it might be bad karma, but I like a lot of speed run cringe. I don't know if y'all ever looked that up, but there's a mm. lot of good stuff out there. <laughs> Go on. I don't know. There's just videos. There's many compilations that you can find. Um, yeah, you know, I mean. It's it's no secret that some speedrunners tend to be a little socially awkward, and it lends to it, it lends itself well to to f- f- hilarious moments, cringy moments, mm. and you can look them up. I recommend uh, speedrun cringe. Just put that in your Google machines, and uh, you know that could easily be your Friday night. Damn, I'm gonna look that up. And uh, watch that in a healthy balance with such incredible things as the guy beating the uh, Super Metroid Impossible ROM hack. Oh, fuck. I was just going to mention that one. It's so good. Holy shit. God They basically made the, the hardest possible version of Super Metroid that you could possibly do where, like, like, death spikes all over the place and, like, all sorts of things. It was like, oh, two hits and you're doomed. And the guy does it without like it took some like like two hours or something, and he just peels through the entire game. It's unbelievable. Yeah, and it has such ridiculous requirements as like beating the area where you need the Varia suit before you get the Varia suit. Which yeah. is basically impossible because you go into those areas and your health starts ticking down. Yeah, so you get like a, a, a timer of about ten to fifteen seconds at most. Wow. Before you like get to the next door and get out of there. Yeah. Meanwhile, having to clear impossible jumps and weird yeah. mazes and ultra tough enemies and stuff. It's, it's a yeah. great speed run. At the beginning of the run, the guys they were asking like, "So, so how many people are up in the leaderboard?" And he was like, "Uh, there's like one other guy. <laughs> <laughs> Me and one other guy have ever beaten it." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's completely unreal. Never mind in a speedrun setting. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, if yeah, you're... Now, what's not cringy, I was going to say, is Games Done Quick breaking the $25 million mark for total donations raised throughout their history. That's yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So if you're at all interested in speedrunning and or would like to uh, donate some money to prevent or support cancer research... Uh, definitely watch some awesome games done quick and donate to Prevent Cancer, who, who is their sponsor for AGDQ. And the one they do in the summer, uh, uh, it's to support Doctors Without Borders, so also a very good cause. Definitely check it out if you like seeing people do crazy things very fast and maybe be cringy. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, every if you if there's a game that you love and remember spending hours and hours getting through, I promise there's a a speed run video that will absolutely pummel you into the ground with shame over how effortlessly they've mastered it. What is what what would your guys' speedrun game be? Mine I would say would be uh Metal Gear Solid 2. I think I could run through that game pretty quickly. I've beaten it mm. many times. I know the patterns. I could run through that game quick. What about you guys? I could probably learn how to do a link to the past in mm. like a an hour, a couple hours. That'd be fun. That. Yeah. Yeah. I'd maybe say like Super Mario World. Oh, yes. Yeah, I can beat that game in, I think it's 18 minutes. Yeah, maybe like maybe an hour and a half, I think you can do Mario World in. No, Super Mario World, you can do it in 18 minutes. Yeah. You go, you, you, yeah, it's, you run through the Star Worlds, boom, boom, boom. It's crazy. A buddy in high school showed me how to do it. I didn't believe him. And sure enough, it's, it's like you get to Bowser within six or seven levels. You got to sacrifice several yoshis to get there yeah and it's totally uh, yeah. worth it they they knew what they signed on for <laughs> oh yeah fuck it I don't, blue yoshi I don't, I don't yellow yoshi know. red yoshi <laughs> purple yoshi have they ever established if yoshi is sentient you can play as him in several games so i have to assume ah, he is which yeah. is distressing also he talks <laughs> in mario rpg so Oh, that's, that's true. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, that's actually super depressing. God, this is literally murder. Yeah. Yep, yep. A lot of it too. Like a like a distressing amount, but it's hey, cool. I mean, it's fine. Mario had to do his booty duty. He had to get yeah. uh Princess Peach back. It's it's cool. Mario's realm is a hell world where Death is no escape, and you're doomed to an eternity of suffering and torment. So, you know. Plus, is he really knocking boots with Peach? I don't think he is. I think he just kind of does what she wants, right? He's just kind of there to take care of her, her bidding. Oh, he's definitely holding the purse. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I don't think... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I think Mario's a virgin is what I'm getting <laughs> Can yeah. virgins grow mustaches like that? I don't know. Well, fair enough. Well, he's like twenty five or something, allegedly. No, <laughs> twenty five. Really? Look as look it up, man. Mario's age canonically, <laughs> according to the most recent Nintendo fucking. That was in yeah, the first he's... game. Yeah, he's... but he's not. Gotten no, he's older. been aging. He's been aging. <laughs> <laughs> in was... Odyssey, he was actually sixty two. <laughs> yeah he's not he's not he looks good but he was 62 yeah, yeah. And to be fair 25 years old in the scale of japanese protagonists might as well be middle age right yeah yeah that's like that's like eight years more than most japanese protagonists in video games that's like half a <laughs> lifetime if, yeah if you're hitting your mid-teens you're ready to save at least one world uh, anything you guys are looking forward to in the next while? It's kind of a dead zone for games. Animal Crossing next month will be cool, or not? I not next month. March. March. Yeah. Sorry. Um, 
Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal is coming. Yeah, definitely. Um, I feel like something else is cool. Hmm. I'll look up the releases really quick. Uh, Oh, uh, Dreams is coming out next month. Right. Does that include the PSVR version? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just one version. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. But yeah, so that um, after we talked about it either last time or the time before, started looking up some of the things that people are building in this thing, and it is insane. Like, this game yeah, has like, the potential to become the next like entry-level game engine. It's that good. Yeah, so it looks crazy. Yeah, I look forward to seeing what sort of insane shit people make uh, once it comes up for realsies. Um, besides just making amazing still images of like realistic looking breakfast or like reproducing Metal Gear Solid or, um, you know, making a Star Wars game. <laughs> just, just a whole one. Just a whole Star Wars game. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you do you. If you've got the energy and the time to uh make metal gear solid with lightsabers i uh hope you do that truly i do all day i'll yeah. take that all day yeah I'll play. yeah holy shit it'll be like nobody people you want that new game that doesn't exist and is never happening we're gonna make it in dreams you know mm. file the serial numbers off and fucking put it out in the world yeah man i feel like i gotta go download it before it comes out of early access or they juice the price for a release. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah, it's a good plan. Well. Uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. That'll be cool. Ooh, yeah. That's coming out early March. It is. Looking forward yep. to that. Should be yep. absolutely gorgeous. The first one was, and I imagine the second one will even be more so. Hmm. And uh, MLB The Show 20, also coming out in March. Looking forward to that. <laughs> it's it's cool that they announced that MLB um, The Show specifically is going to be coming to other consoles other than the, the PlayStation. Finally. First time in its history, I believe, right? What kind of bizarre world are we living in where, like, Microsoft properties are coming out on the Switch? Sony's making games for the Xbox. What is? Well, how did I we mean, get here so quickly? I'm glad we're here, but it's game, crazy. With a sports game, that's a no-brainer. If you're not releasing on every single console that you can be, other than something like the Switch, with with something like MLB, where it's it's such a simulation-heavy game uh, that like it strives for realism. When you start developing that game, or at least spending resources on developing the game for the lesser system, i.e. the Switch, yeah, it takes away from the main version, right? So I don't think that games like that should necessarily be developed for uh, the weaker systems. But yeah, with with a game like with the show, um, there's it's a no-brainer that it should be coming out on Xbox, PC if it can, fucking yeah. you know, Stadia, uh, whatever, mm. everything. Maybe not Stadia, because obviously baseball, you know, you need split-second decision-making and timing, and Stadia is possibly, or well, it is the worst system for that sort of gameplay right now. Oh, 
imagine trying to hit a nasty curveball right yeah stadium. like it, it's it, not possible it, it would be unplayable yeah <laughs> yeah but uh looking forward to it so yeah. definitely some stuff to look forward to um we'll maybe play through some backlog stuff in the meantime and and reconvene in a couple weeks to talk about that stuff yeah hell De- yeah death stranding i will have completed by the end of january that's my goal all right dude looking forward to it's talking lo- about it's it a lo- lofty goal yeah all right we'll see all right well uh, i think that's gonna do it for us here at press x the podcast from press x the podcast headquarters in beautiful uh canada canadia the great white north that's us it's been paul james and rhett from cog connected we're very glad that you joined us on this ride and listened along so thanks very much for listening we will see you back here in a couple of weeks time until then take care of yourselves and we'll we'll see you then Mm -hmm. bye bye bye